What's good? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and welcome back for another dope Sunday at Just Be Real podcast. You already know December's here. We're starting off the year. Well, not starting, ending off the year strong. We're still in season 10, so you know I got more for y'all, fam bam. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. What's up? What's up? What's up, my people? Listen, let me tell you how much it's been a struggle doing these podcasts. Not because I don't want to give y'all and be consistent, because consistency, y'all know, is my thing. But it's the fact that life been life in and being in a new relationship and literally like my girlfriend being my best friend, my best friend, oh, best friend, that's my best friend has been crazy because finding time to make episodes has been wild without all the crazy noise if they're not doing the mowing and the gardening and all of that upkeep bullshit. If I'm not stuck up under my girlfriend or vice versa, because we're literally up under each other's skin, which is nothing I have a problem with. It's just like, where do I find the time? So I had to make sure I gave y'all an episode for this week because it's December. I don't know where the hell 2023 has to go. But clearly she is on a motherfucking mission. Now, y'all know December be a crazy ass month, especially for me, because there's mad heads whose birthday is born in December. My girlfriend's birthday is the end of December. And it just be hectic because I be traveling and doing mad shit. So it's just like, I'm going to have to really buckle down one day and just do mad pre-recorded episodes just to make sure I'm consistent for y'all. Because, yeah, that's just what it's about. But y'all heard Cobra by Meg The Stallion. That is my motherfucking song because, listen here, Meg told not one lie on that fucking song, okay? Because in reality, I feel like that's what it is, niggas. I am, it, it's a Cobra. I'm shedding my skin. I'm shedding myself from all the bullshit. I probably have an episode like this probably once every episode because it's always forever changing and evolving. And given that's what my podcast is about, society, culture, and personal stories. I'm going to give you some personal stories. So it's story time. Yes, story time. Um, we have hit another checkpoint in life where I just want to talk about some shit and just keep it a fuck real with y'all. Because I feel like y'all be somewhat invested in to know what the fuck really be going on with me. And I feel like sometimes I'm alone, but I'm really not alone. So like somebody else out there relates to me. You know what I'm saying? They be real with the relations. <laughs> Get it? Be real relations. Just be real about it. So that's where we're at right now. So given that Cobra was the song chosen, today's episode is called Beat It Bozo. Yes, Beat It Bozo. If anybody knows me outside of the podcast world, outside outside these airwaves, you know that is my favorite fucking saying, Beat It Bozo. Because Bozo the Clown, of course, is like one of the people who, if y'all don't know, might be before y'all time, some of y'all, but Bozo the Clown, homie don't play that, and I'm homie, and I don't play that. So you can be a Bozo, but beat it, because do that shit over there. We don't do that fucking clownery and circusry over here. If circusry is not a word, I don't give a fuck. It's a word today. Welcome it into your vocabulary, okay? We're not doing the circusry, and I'm not going to be a clown a part of your circus. So you can beat it, Bozo. You want to make a fucking ass of yourself and sit here and show your ass and want to go ahead and embarrass yourself? Do that shit alone. But don't think I'm about to join you. And if you act in real clownery, like on some buffoonery and coonery, get the fuck away from me. So this is where I'm at in my checkpoint. It's pretty much like y'all know how 33 has been treating me, how life has been going, the changes in seasons. Because when I say them seasons have been changing and I've been seeing people fall, like the like fall leaves falling off, but seeing the beauty and things dying because I know in spring it's going to be a rebirth and a renew. I ain't even tripping about it, son. So... Here, I'm going to talk about some negative people. They're part of the Beat It Bozo crew because Beat It Bozo is for negative people. People who always constantly have 
negativity around surrounding them. Like, think about it. Shit never goes right in their life. They always miserable. They always got something to complain about, but they never find solutions to their own problems. And then they be like, oh, but this so-and-so, and be quick to point out somebody else's flaws, but never realize there's a them pointing back at them. I know a couple of them people. I keep my distance from them people because I will not be low vibrational. Like what store Coach Stormy said, that's a low vibrational plate. The plate that you're holding is a low vibrational plate. Baby, you ain't got nothing but bitches of everything and people putting stuff on your plate that you never asked on your plate and you know you do not want to eat. But you're allowing people to put things on there because you just don't want to go ahead and say no. And then now you're miserable want to be on my fucking line telling me what the fuck going on and you could have just said no from gate because it's a complete fucking sentence. So why are we here? Why are you over here trying to bring down my vibrations? Oh no, honey. Because what happens is frequencies and vibrations are transferable and I do not want that energy in my space because for all i know it could be karmic energy and that energy is something that transfers easily where i can get the backlash with the fuck you're supposed to be reaping what you have sown and now i'm reaping the sown uh reaping the harvest that you poorly planted poorly planted and didn't even take care of now i'm the one getting the repercussions i think the fuck not because motherfuckers like that will block your blessings they will block your blessings Okay, beat it, bozo, who blocks blessings. Make that your new saying for the rest of 2023 and into 2024. Because they will block your blessings because they are envious of you, not because of just who you are, but the energy you exude, the person you are, how people are attracted to your light, and theirs is nothing but full of darkness and dimness. They will definitely try to come over here and fuck up your whole life. And that's not what we're here. We're not here for it, okay? We're really not here for it. Because at the end of the day, if you keep those type of people around, the blessings you're looking for will block doors and even close windows where they're slammed shut because God like not them. Uh-uh, until you let them go, you ain't going to see the blessings I got for you. And I feel like that's really always be my case where I have the Scorpio energy and I'm supposed to teach people lessons and I keep people around longer than they're supposed to. And now I feel like I'm in a space now where detachment really is a thing because I enjoy things for the moment. Detachment people put in, you know, coincide with something that's negative. And in reality, detachment's not really a negative thing to go about. It depends on your mind and your perception. Detachment for me is a positive because it allows me to know I enjoyed the moment while it happened. It was a moment. It doesn't last forever. Everything expires. And just keep the memories of what is and learn from that situation to make sure that whatever was the reason why you had to detach, you don't have that same reason for further relations or connections with other people. When you are your full self, people are intimidated by their, their insecurity. Let me repeat that. When you show up as your full self, unapologetically, not trying to have no type of stereotypes or stigmas or try to let somebody influence or push their propaganda or their agenda on you, it intimidates their insecurities. Beat it, bozo. You're not going to make me feel like I have to be smaller and make me insecure because you're insecure about me being, being around me. Baby, the most you can do is take a lesson because my lesson could be a blessing for your next step. Oh, did I just drop a gem? Because my lesson could be a blessing for your next steps. So what's the problem? I'm not intimidating. You're intimidated. <laughs> and there's that. They can't let you go farther than they can see you. Which therefore means where they met you at is where they're keeping you at. If you were at a low point of rock bottom, when, when they met you, that's all they fucking see is you at rock bottom. When you start to elevate, because the bottom is as far as you can go, when you start to elevate and rise into the top, and they're still at rock bottom, 
Then they're over here looking at you like, oh, you Hollywood. Oh, you think you changed. Oh, you think you better. Da, 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 da. What did I say in my poem? You think I'm better than, but in reality, you think I'm being self. You think I have a high self-esteem, but in reality, I'm just being serene, which means I'm chilling. I'm being me. But to you, it's a problem. To me, I'm just doing what I do and I do me, which is what I do best. You got to watch out for people like that because there's those that are prey on you and pray for you. And you got to make the differentiation because if they can't see you farther than where they're getting and they see that you moving ahead is going to be a hindrance to what they want to receive, then right then and there, you got to let them go. Beat it, bozo. Because their toxic energy that isn't equally yoked will go ahead and show their secret animosity. <laughs> let me say it again. The toxic energy that isn't equally yoked will show their secret animosity. I will say this. I've come across in my lifetime... And you know how they say Virgos are perfectionists. And in a way, we are. If you have a Virgo placement, you totally understand. My son's probably a little... My, my rising's probably more than my son's because I feel like the rising gets more of the Virgo traits than a son does because like that's just what we're born under. But their rising, for sure, exudes the perfectionist mentality where... I've had people around me who were like, oh, yeah, hey, girl, I'm for you. Da, 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 I'm a support. I'm a support. I'm a support. But as soon as that's time for recognition and somebody gives me some recognition, they be the main ones hating. Like, they don't want to show love. They don't want to support the business no more. They don't want to say congratulations. That's fine. Hi, hater. Okay? But there's always some that'll sit here and literally praise you while they're preying on you. And it'll have secret animosity because they're secretly praying for your downfall because they're not where they, you're exactly where they want to be or you're in a space that's a little bit further than them and they don't know how you got there. You know how like Tabitha Brown always says like in one blink of an eye, God can bless you and it could be a one yes can just change your whole life. It took that one yes in her life to change her whole life and now all she's been is up. And I'm sure Tabitha has encountered people from her past. That are just like, oh, she thinks she's better. Oh, she thinks she Hollywood and just has all this angst and secret animosity because she receives her blessings, but still has modesty in the process where she doesn't just hold them all together. She shares her gifts. Some people are meant to have the ability to get blessed because they're selfish and they're not going to share their gifts. So God's like, I'm not going to bless you with this. All you're going to do is hold it. And as I say, a gift that has been blessed upon you, that's just being selfish because you're not spreading it with others that you're meant to share it with. So why would I hold on to something when I could help put you on game? Right now might not be my season of elevation, and it might be your season of elevation and accumulation, and that's fine. But it doesn't depreciate me and my value of who I am as a person because you're elevating and act, um, accelerating. It's fine, but I ain't depreciating in the process because my value doesn't go get lower because yours get higher. That means that ours gets higher because I'm an attachment and an association, and I'm an aligned with you. That's why you got to have people who are equally yoked with you and are able to be aligned with your vision, aligned with your purpose. Because those who are not, it shows even without them saying it. I've always said me being an empath, <coughs> excuse me, I could see people's bullshit a mile away. I watched Tyler Perry's Maxine's Boy and that changed my whole life. But that's another topic for another episode. And I realized some people will literally not clap for you because it's not their season of them, for them to clap and they want the applause. And they will constantly tell you in your face, you can't do this, you can't do this. But you tell a fucking Virgo, you can't do it. Baby, we're going to prove you wrong every fucking time. And we're going to be doing it in hiding. Like, I ain't been on social media like that, if y'all haven't noticed. Because I have more things I'm doing behind the scenes that ain't meant for me to share with. Because God called me. It wasn't a conference call. 
I don't need to have a conversation with all of you. Like even Ebony Ebony K Williams said it best on um this podcast that I listened to. Just a thought, and she was just like. I hate doing the whole announcement of get ready soon, prepare for this soon. I got this coming soon. When whole time, what am I telling you for when I could just do it? And she a Virgo. So I, I think it's a Virgo thing, but why tell you when I could just do it? There's no need to make an announcement for something or stop announcing things prematurely before you get them. Because for all you know, God could be like, ha ha, you thought and switch up the whole plan where it backs at you or backfires on you in general. And that's what people are waiting for. So what do I say to that? Beat it, bozo. Sometimes the things we're most familiar with, it's best to let go because trying something new, you may like even better. Listen, trying something, leaving things that I'm most familiar with, I had to say that was the hardest thing this year because I let go of three really close friends, two from childhood and one from college. Well, yeah, and one from college. And I feel like letting them go was the best thing I ever happened to me because the next blessing I got was my girlfriend and she was the best blessing to ever happen. And I feel like having those type of people who really weren't, I feel I felt in my spirit and knew in my intuition that I was trying to ignore that I knew were not really for me, but I kept trying to contest it like, God, please, these been my day ones, they rocking with me, you know, they got my back whole time they've been showing me who the fuck they were and I kept trying to repaint the picture and I'm holding on to longevity instead of the loyalty and the truth and the and the honesty that they have towards me because I'm the one I and I don't see nothing wrong with it because I'm being honest in who I am so I don't really see I'm looking past the bullshit because I'm being honest and I feel like you're being honest with me but then God showed me he was like please fuck that shit they not really with you he ain't said in those words verbatim but that's how I received it like you got to let them go because even though you're familiar with it it's time to try something new because that's not what's best for you baby girl it's really not and then you got to like I said before circus has a ringleader Okay, every circus has a ringleader, but they aren't the ones acting out because they have others to for focus. Listen, baby. Let me let me let me break that down for y'all real quick. Let me let me break it break it on down, break it on down. Okay. Every circus has a ringleader, right? And they aren't the ones acting out, but they have others for focus, right? Which means that there can be clowns a part of a circus. There are elephants. There are contortionists. There's all these different type of people who are part of a circus. But the ringleader is just for show. They have others to do the work to bring in the amusement and the entertainment. But they're just there to go ahead and direct others to do what they got to do. Baby. Baby. When I said I seen that and I understood that clearly when I'm like, baby, there's a ringleader of every circus. And I could be the ringleader. And I was entertaining these motherfuckers for years, even decades. And I'm watching you and dictating you what you're doing. And you just out here just making moves, like going spiting me, going against me, doing things with animosity. Because you're the focus. Because then it, the ones who are actually holding the puppet strings don't have to be the focus because you're entertained by the others that are on the other end. Bitch, I, this ain't Pinocchio. You are, not a, you are not a boy. Okay? You are not a real thing. So you got to let people go because masks are worn by clowns to amuse and entertain. Don't entertain the energy if you don't want to make want it to mask on you. Let me say it again. Masks are worn by clowns and they're worn to amuse and entertain. Don't entertain the energy if you don't want the mask to be put on you, which therefore means 
They cover their faces because they're here for amusement. But once they wipe their faces clean, you'll get to see the real person, who it is behind all the color, the, 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 the big nose and all of that. But if you don't want that energy put on you, don't start entertaining because slowly but surely your face is going to mirror the image of what you're actually receiving in your energy in your orbit. Whew! Who want to pass the correction plate around right now? Because baby bird, that was a word. Okay? Beat it, bozo. A smile full of pain and facade when misery is, is their truth. They made their choice and their choice wasn't you. Okay? I'm going to tell it to you like this. So, remember I told you I let go of a, you know, a few friends this year, right? And I'm going to tell you where it stemmed off from. Let me take a sip. My birthday. Yes. You, I, I would always believe that you can see people's shoe colors when birthdays come around. But I'm an even more firm believer that you really can see people's shoe colors when birthdays come around. Because when my birthday came around, right, one of my one of my former friends at the time was somebody I knew from college. And I had talked about my birthday. I was planning my birthday. Even though I didn't do much, I was planning my birthday in March. Because one, I know people are busy. Two, people got lives and other things going on. So as adults... Out of common courtesy of their time and respect, I planned started planning my birthday in March so that they had ample time. March to August pretty much gives you five months to figure out how you're going to make shit work. So this person had known about my birthday, been talking about it for months. Was And this is what I hate when niggas try to be all gung-ho and I could read through the bullshit. So the person picks up a second job to work at a sneaker store, right? And they do this, pick up this job like two months before my birthday. Mind you, they've known about my birthday plans since March. So this is not anything new that we're discussing. You've known since March, which means you've known since before you started this quote-unquote part-time job, which, by the way, they didn't fucking need. They just picked it up for fucking discounts. Let's make it clear. The person picks up this job, so then I got a text. Mind you, there's a group text about everything going on. So the person's like, yeah, maybe I just, you're not, uh, this, this is when it comes with the bullshit. Friend. Man, I'm so mad. Okay, now when somebody says that shit, because you never fucking do that shit, I can tell off the rip that you want some bullshit. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's up? They're like, yeah, my manager has me working the weekend of your birthday, and I can't switch days, and da-da-da, and I put I wasn't available, and I can't find nobody to switch, so what's going to happen is I'm probably going to have to come down that Friday night instead of that Thursday. Okay, cool, whatever. I'm like, this bitch not going to show up. I be knowing shit. Without people knowing I be knowing shit because I can call you on your shit just because I'm very good at reading people. So the person was just like, oh, yeah, I can't come. Then come three days later, the person is just like, good morning, da, 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 and trying to have this whole conversation. Have a great day. Red flag number one. When you start doing shit out the ordinary and you don't ever send good morning texts or try to send well wishes during the day, I know you're full of shit because... You're now stepping out your norm because you know that you're on some bullshit. You know that you're dead ass wrong. But instead of apologizing, you're going to try to coax me with some bullshit and feed me a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. And you're not about to piss on me and tell me it's rain, my nigga. Like, it's not about to happen. So I'm like, whatever. Pay to no mind. The person texts me again another day later and they're like, yeah. So it looks like, friend, I won't be able to make it to your birthday. I got to work all weekend, but I'm kind of tight. Bitch, first of all, I know you because you're an introvert. So you really don't like being around people anyway. Two, you having to drive would have been a whole situation. But here's the kicker. When the person moved from where they were to now where they are now, I had offered myself 
at the time to help them move if they needed help. Now, this is why I know that I'm a good person at heart because I'm to myself, I was willing to cross oceans for you when you weren't even willing to cross a puddle for my birthday. That person texts me on my birthday. I never respond back because I told him, you know, well wishes be great because not only did you try to bullshit me and play in my fucking face, you try to sit here and insult my intelligence. And that's when I really have a fucking problem. Life happens, shit happens, yes. But to insult my fucking intelligence is another form of disrespect that I do not fucking tolerate, okay? Don't play with me and don't play in my fucking face, especially by my birthday. Because I went on my way to make sure there was amenities, to make sure shit was done, make sure shit was good. And y'all know the conversation I had before about this whole work situation. So it was just like, bitch, you knew about my birthday. You knew about when the fuck it was coming. You knew about the days you needed off. And I put money on it because the situation was the person was going to go see their girlfriend two months later. I'm pretty sure you made fucking sure that you had days off to go fucking to go, go to Colorado, though. Oh, exactly. To visit your girlfriend. Exactly. So this is when I say... Watch out for these fucking weird-ass people because niggas will make time for what the fuck they want to make time for. And if you don't fucking make time for that or if you don't show up or... And mind you, the person didn't have no type of energy to send a birthday card, send a text, show love on my birthday, no nothing. They showed me no love on my birthday whatsoever. So it's just like, fuck you too, nigga. Like, you're a person who I've known from college, but it's better enough, even I'm familiar with you, to let your fucking ass go. So what do I do? The real world gonna be blocked. You're non-existent because you can't show when it matters. And instead of getting me the apology you owe me, you're just gonna sit here and act like I did you wrong. And I'm in the business now where I'm not mending friendships that I didn't break. I am not mending friendships that I didn't go ahead and mess up. Just like this other friendship with the person that I had, I reached out to them to try to make amends. And then I had to sit back and realize to myself, the fuck am I reaching out to you for? You're the one who was popping shit and disrespecting me and was a thumb thug on Twitter. You're the one that was trying to bash my name and slander my name. Why am I reaching out to you? And then there was no response. No response is a response because it doesn't take you that fucking long to figure out your schedule to have a conversation. But you know, if you have this conversation, that means you have to take accountability, which is that big A word that a lot of assholes can't abide to. We have to take accountability for your bullshit, which means you would have to apologize because you were in the wrong. And I've come along around a lot of people in life where they never have the audacity to really apologize because they're wrong. The only person who I've literally taken maybe a two or three years to come around and apologize and own accountability is my ex-girlfriend. And this is an ex where literally it was volatile and toxic. I think I told you about the situation in 2020 where she literally not too long ago came up and was like, yo, I want to own my shit. I was wrong. I, and, I, and it was genuine. Not no ill intent, not no malice intent, not no hidden agenda behind it. But it was just like, I really realized where I fucked up and I want to hold myself accountable and I owe you an apology. The shit I said was fucked up and foul. And this is the last person I thought I would ever be able to forgive and have a conversation with. But if I can do that with her, I can do that with anybody. Because she didn't deserve a, sec a third chance. See what I'm saying? Will we ever be friends? No. But do I respect it? Where if we ever were to cross paths, it's going to be an amicable situation now? Yes. I don't have to worry about wearing my head on swivel if I'm going to have to beat the bitch ass and we'll end up in another fight. See what I'm saying? But that that's the type of people I want in my energy in my orbit right now. Those are the type of people that I want around me because I know wholeheartedly that you're genuine in your intent. And you have no problem saying that I was wrong. That's the issue where I can't have bozos around me who can't admit that they're wrong. And I know for a fact that this person will never apologize because they're full of shit and they're not real with their fucking selves. Second of all, the person I told you about before that I try to reach out to, that they did me wrong and they did some bullshit, they're not going to ever reach out because they're fucking wrong. But guess what? It's blocked because the access is denied indefinitely. I don't want shit to do with you. We could be in the same atmosphere and I have nothing to do with you. Period. Whatsoever. And I will act like you're fucking non-existent because that's the type of person I am. So beat it, bozo.
Like, and and this comes back to on the mention of birthdays. This comes back to this. How do you like a birthday post but comment everything but happy birthday? That shit blew my mind this year. Like, niggas like my birthday post, commented on my birthday post, but didn't say happy birthday. Well, what the fuck are you here for? You're weird. You're fucking weird because you see it's my birthday. You like the post, but then you come down two days later to say happy birthday to me on a whole other platform, but you couldn't say to me in public on a platform that everybody sees it. You're a bozo, which means you talk shit about me, which means you're not somebody I can trust, which therefore means why are you here? You're a weirdo. Um, because with you bozos, I don't match energy. I just don't give any. And that's the best way to do it. Because like I say, no message is a message. Being selfish to try to have someone when you know they're not, they're too advanced is some other shit that I was realizing because I was out here dating prior to my girlfriend. And I came to the conclusion that a lot of people wanted me, but they didn't know how to maintain me. And I'm not saying like my lifestyle of being extravagant or, you know, wanting nice things or just who I am, how I spoil myself. But their energy emotionally, they were emotionally unavailable. And I'm able to realize emotionally unavailable people now because I've been in so many relationships dating emotionally unavailable people. So why try to sit here and act like you're you're able to have me and then you're being selfish to have me knowing that I'm too advanced for you. Amanda Seal said that too. Stop trying to go for girls or people that you know you're not able to be able to meet them where they're at. If you can't meet me, that's fine. And that's how I deal with the friendships too. I don't give a fuck. You can have potential all day, but if you're not meeting where I'm at, I have no parts. Like there was this girl I met at a function and I unfollowed her and met other people because it's like, that's all we would have in common. We haven't had a conversation since we ain't kicked it since. And it's been two months. So what the fuck are you here for? I don't give a fuck about what you do in your life. You're not a friend. So I'm going to unfollow you because I'm real particular about my social media intake and what I engage in. And since we don't communicate for real and it ain't no type of real rapport, then fuck out of here. Like, there's no need because you're not on my level. And I don't need people who are trying to attain my level. I need people who are doing the work to be better and can actually meet me where I'm at right now and have something to teach me. Because supplementing situationships for relationships is not the thing, especially if you haven't healed from your past traumas but doesn't don't want to be replaced. Like, that's selfish as fuck. And I'm tired of people doing that. And that goes for friendships, too. Like, you know you're not where I'm at. You know you're not trying to do better, but you think I'm supposed to just stay where I'm at and where you met me at? It's a toxic behavior that an advanced person will see, such as myself, and understand the value of a person is something because you're emotionally unavailable. And that's just really what it comes down to and sums up to. Like, real shit. And I think it was an interview that KJ Smith Black did, and she had mentioned something like, I am confrontational. Um, because I'm always connected to a negative is always connected. What did she say? KJ Smith black was like, she is confrontational. And this one made me take a different perspective and a, a, a noting to being confrontational and literally embracing it for what it is. Cause I'm confrontational too. So she said, I am confrontational. I'm always, and how it's always connected to a negative connotation when it means you're assertive in addressing your issues, which could cause immediate shrinkage. And I felt that because. When you address things head on and you don't let shit linger, like, my girlfriend sometimes gets mad at me about this because I tell her stuff when she does it in a moment because why let shit build up and then automatically tell you when I could just tell you in a moment and it could be corrected so that later down the line, the little things will start to add up to big things. And then later down the line, it's going to be some shit like, why don't you tell me when it happened? Then when you ask them shit like, oh, give me an example. They can't give you an example, but they want to be quick to tell you what you've done wrong. But it's like, my nigga, tell me in a moment. Don't hold on to it. Tell me then while I'm doing it because you're not telling me now. It me feel like I'm not negating your feelings, but it's some bullshit because you're trying to find a reason to like 
be combative. Now, I say I'm confrontational because I like to be assertive in addressing issues when they cause immediate shrinkage. Like, shrinking myself so others can shine is something I'm not doing. Shrinking myself to keep my voice silent for yours to be louder because you're not willing to be confrontational and be assertive is not my problem. That is a you problem, not a me problem. Beat it, bozo, because you're not going to make me feel smaller because I want to address something head on in the moment when it's happening rather than letting it linger, knowing damn well it's going to probably happen again because I didn't address it the first fucking time. What they say, they shenan once, they'll shenan again. And we're not doing a shenan again, okay? But like she said, it's always associated with a negative connotation when in reality, it's not a negative, it's a positive because everybody wants somebody real until it's time to fucking be real, Beat it, bozo. Okay? Because shrinking yourself for others can shine, I can't do it. Like, me personally, I can't do it. Because my Leo placements will not allow me to dim my light and will never allow me to do it because my North Node is an Aquarius and the karmic energy and the South Node is to shine. So I don't know. My North Node is meant to help people and being part of community. So I don't know shit else but to shine by doing something for others. I don't know no, no other way. And then, like, compliment you i don't know no other way to do it but to think i'm gonna make myself smaller is just something that i've tried to do and god's like yeah this is cute not gonna happen universe is like yeah girl um try another habit and it's not that i'm not too good or like you're subpar when it comes to energy it's just that like my first house having self-identity which is like my leo places and rising and where my my virgo shines Baby, I'm going to forever be the center of attention. My fourth house energy and my seventh are one-on-one -on -one relationships. I always can have a good one-on-one -on -one and rapport with people. It's when we get in groups and I see niggas switching the fuck up is when I have problems, right? And my eighth house, how my needs are met in a relationship. Like, my girlfriend is the ideal girlfriend. Like, she literally is everything. Like, I'm going to marry that girl. Period. So, it's everything I want to see in my partner in my relationships because she literally is a mirror of what I want and what I feel I deserve. So it's never like I'm shortchanging myself. Now, Venus retrograde should have taught you about Leo, love and the love of self and how to show love to others when you want to be loved. Now, that that applies to me in particular. Now, I don't know how Venus retrograde went for y'all, but because my Venus is in Leo and it was Venus retrograde, the accountability is a factor someone will be able to be mad at because you hold them accountable. But for every violence, so people sense the growth to gain attention. Like... People think that I'm growing or I'm trying to be this this better person because I'm trying to gain attention. But the whole time, I'm trying to be better for me. What's meant for me won't pass me. And if more comes with that, with more, what they say, when more is, much is given, much is required. So I'm required to hold myself to a certain standard. I'm required to hold myself accountable. I'm required to share certain knowledge and aspects of things because everybody's not privy to. And it's not that I think I'm better, but I make myself be knowledgeable and present so I can be present in conversations and not just sit in the background of, uh, like a fly and I can speak up with confidence. Okay? The only energy I'm receiving is the energy of enthusiasm, equal accolade, and elation. That's it. If you do not have enthusiasm when you speak to me, beat it, bozo. If you don't have equal accolades, beat it, bozo. If you don't have elation in your life when you have conversations with me, beat it the fuck, bozo. Okay? Because that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in life. Because I just feel like I can't keep selling myself short and then getting mad. But in reality, the only person I can be mad at is myself. You feel me? That's the only person I can be mad at. Meg said it best. 
when she spit, spoke on people, talking about other people about being or different, but leave it till you ain't noticed there was nothing wrong with me. A lot of niggas ain't really realized I've been in depression. A lot of niggas haven't seen the difference because they're so focused on themselves, they can't step outside themselves. Don't get me wrong. I know the world is in a chaos and we're all trying to maintain and get through, but those who I've always stepped out for and done above and beyond and always looked up to, to be able to have my back when the time comes and I'm reaching out for them, them niggas not even giving me a life jacket. So, to y'all niggas, fuck you, beat it, bozo, and that's all I gotta say. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the flip. And keep it Cobra.